Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. I'm doing the intro for this episode because I couldn't be on the episode, I guess. I guess this is just so you can hear my voice before the actual episode occurs. Welcome to the Emo Social Club. Uh, This is the podcast about emo music, emo scene, emo bands, emo people, emo stuff. Uh, this episode is Lizzie's visit to Los Angeles, the city of loss, uh, to interview director of marketing at hopeless Nona Faye Williams. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Lizzie runs this episode. Lizzie's talking to Nona Faye out in Los Angeles out of the hopeless records museum event. Uh, and, and let's get into it. But before we do make sure to check us out, uh, on social media, Emo Social Club on Instagram at X Emo Social Club X on Twitter and TikTok. Uh, you're going to want to follow us this week. Uh, tomorrow, voting goes live for the Chicago Readers Best of Chicago 2023. We are nominated again. We are one year in a row, two years in a row. It's technically two years in a row because technically you, you, but it's like one year in a row because you already were nominated and you can't be nominated one year in a row. So it's it's the first year that we're nominated a second time. And this time we're going straight to the top. So please go to the description of the podcast, check out all of our social media websites, and you can find the links to vote for us if you're enjoying this podcast. That's more important than five stars on any of your favorite podcasting apps, which you should also go and rate us five stars. Let somebody know about it. Let somebody know how good the podcast is. Let somebody know how you feel about our episodes, our interviews, our stuff that we do Uh, You can also check out our YouTube channel where we have video versions of all our podcasts. We have some extra stuff up over there. I reviewed uh, American Beauty, American Psycho last week by Fall Out Boy, and um, I felt a way about it. Uh, We also have a couple other videos that we've posted in the last few weeks. So go check those out over on our YouTube channel. Like, comment, subscribe. That's the thing to do on all of those places. You just got to let the people know. You got to let us know. Um, You got to let the whole world know. Yeah, so uh, let's go ahead. Let's jump in. Let's dive in head first into this episode. Uh, Lizzie's interview with Nona Faye Williams. Hello, Emo Social Club. It's Lizzie, and I am solo here in L.A. at the Hopeless Records Museum debut here, and I'm talking with Nona from Hopeless Records. Hello. Thank you so much for taking time out of the night to talk with me. Hi. I'm really excited to be here. Um, I'm really excited to celebrate our 30th anniversary and just chat with you about what we have coming up for the next year and honestly the next 30. Yeah, so like it's 30 years of Hopeless, which is wild, especially because it is one of the last kind of like independent record labels out there that has such a huge roster added to them with big bands like All Time Low and you obviously broke like Event Sevenfold and things of that nature and you have Scene Queen on there right now and TX2. How do you see this progressing further to keep that independent like mindset tracking? Well, our entire strategy is to build up the next 30 years of what we think that this music scene is going to look like, whether that's punk rock, metal, metalcore, um, and anything like that. And so we're not just signing 
bands and just signing any artist, we're looking for the future. We're looking for who we think is going to champion the scene. And that means more females, more minorities, more people from outside of the United States. And so that's how we see that we're gonna keep this going is by really diversifying our roster and showing the world what everyone has to offer. Oh, most definitely. And I think as well, there's been just so many other bands that have come through recently that I feel is starting to like get to that like edging limit where we're gonna break out of this like generic mold that everybody in the scene kind of like has problems with and like we want to expand more and diversify. Are there any artists or acts recently that you personally are listening to that you really think are kind of like leading the scene in that change? Absolutely. Um, I'm working with one of our artists right now, no offense, who's from the UK mm -hmm. and is trans and is very involved in the politics, not only in the UK, but in like globally of like what's happening with the LGBTQ community and um, really using this scene as like a great spot to like kind of started because um, the alternative scene is like a great place where a lot of us have a lot of the same views and want to learn more about that. I don't want to say culture, but like the struggles there and a lot of people that are now coming into like our scene of music are experiencing the same things. And I think that he's a great example of someone who's like very much leading in what he's doing. I think the big thing too is, is that when punk came out, it was originally for the misfits. And now we have this resurgence of pop punk in like the 21st century. And we have so many more people who are identifying with that than traditional punk for so many other reasons. So it is definitely like an avenue for these other artists who have different lifestyles and different struggles that they have gone through to be able to like go out there and say like, hey, I'm somebody who is trans, who's living my life successfully and can do this and you guys can do this as well. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I think that... Uh, our fans are looking to us and to see someone who looks like them, who's experiencing the same things as them. So I think that having more people in the LGBTQ community, more people who are like female, I, I think is fantastic. And I'm so proud to be part of Hopeless Records where I think we just checked our roster that over 50% of our roster currently is, is female. That's fantastic. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's amazing for anyone in like this scene of music, much less an independent rocket label. Right, and I know that there's, cause I'm on like music journalism Twitter and there's just so many people who will say like, oh, but look at these indie lineups. They have so many more women on here compared to these pop punk or emo lineups. And it's like, right, but like they are out there. It is just harder to unfortunately get them out there because there's just like a lot of misogyny and other bullshit that's out there. It is, and I think that especially at our label, we're not just trying to make punk rock album with female, punk rock album with so-and-so. We're trying to blend the genres and kind of make each artist their own new genre of music. So Scene Queen, she doesn't really fit in the box. Right. Noah doesn't really fit in the box. Lolo doesn't fit in the box. Destroy Boys. So we're not just saying, who's the future of the scene? Like, what is this going to sound like in the next... 10, 15, 20, 30 years. And it's super innovative to like look in that way because I will say I love Sting Queen. I saw her at a Research Chicago show and I loved it, but I have a lot of people that I know and they're just not super into her. And I'm like, Scene Queen is what Hollywood Undead was and like 
One hundred percent. And I love Hollywood uh-huh. Undead, like tried and true, Hundred P. But like we have, to, if you like this, then it makes sense that you would like this other form of it. But you're just being critical because it is a woman. But you know what? Some of the biggest acts, it starts out that way, you know, and, oh, yeah. and that's the time where any brand or artist, and especially Sing Queen, says, you know what? I'm going to double down on what I'm doing, and really force down everyone's throat like what I'm doing so they can like start to understand and they can get on board like okay I I get what she's doing right hey everyone it's another year that the emo social club is nominated for best music podcast by the Chicago reader and we would love it if starting on Wednesday December 13th you go over to their site and vote for us We have had like a really eventful year, especially the last few months, and it would mean the world to us if you could tell people that you think that we are the best podcast. To vote, you can go to chicagoreader.com slash bestofchicago and just scroll through there and look for music and nightlife and find us under best music podcast. Voting starts on December 13th at noon central time and runs till midnight on January 14th. Thank you again so much to everybody who listens to us and who supported us over the last few years of us getting up and running and getting our shit together. We have so much more planned for 2024, and we would love if we could be number one. And I think the big thing is, too, is that hopefully one day we do see Scene Queen more plastered in a lot of these relics that we see here at the museum for the Hopelessly Devoted to You, kind of like VIP party that we're here right now, but it's going to be open to the public tomorrow. And you said it's going to be traveling, which I think is very different than a lot of exhibitions that we see when it comes to at least like punk rock in the very least. Yeah, so we're very, very excited. We started this one out with the hope that this would travel. Um, and we have locked in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which will be wow, okay. um, announcing probably early spring of next year. Um, so it'll live there throughout the summer, and we're hoping to do a lot of really cool things in that area a- around that. And then it'll be living in the Punk Rock Museum in Las Vegas. For anyone that's going to When We Were Young, it's going to be there for you to check out. It all comes together there. 100%. Is there anything else we should know about this traveling exhibit? Um, well, outside of the exhibit, I mean, this is our 30 years, so we wanted everything that we do for this upcoming year to tie right back in the 30th. So we're actually working on a really cool compilation album where it's going to be our current roster covering a lot of our Hopeless Records classics. So get ready to hear a lot of your current favorite bands covering a lot of things that you will probably recognize. We're really excited. It's going to be fun. Oh, wow. So we're going to have possibly like newer bands covering like old school punk classics and exactly and any old school classics and some of like the biggest tracks that you guys probably know from us from hopeless records i don't want to say just yet don't want to reveal quite that much information but it's coming i know i am anticipably waiting because i have a lot of friends that i grew up with i never listened to event sevenfold as much as a lot of my other friends but i want to know who's going to cover event sevenfold (laughs) In Uh, all of this. Honestly, I think there's a current fight. There's a good chance that we might just have to make an Avenged Sevenfold cover album at this moment. You know what? I feel like that's very fair. That's very fair. And I think that everyone would be very excited to see it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you foresee for Hopeless Records in another 30 years? When we're at the 60th anniversary, where do you think you guys will be at at that point? Hopefully I'll still be here just bopping around, you know? (laughs) 
I, I think that the scene is going to look very different, but we'll have a lot of the same feel that we currently have, where it's this big openness and these very big ideas that we're all trying to make happen together, and possibly our staff having doubled and everything, and maybe this party would not be able to be contained in this museum. That's very fair. I will say, when I got dropped off in my Uber, my Uber driver was like, I live across the street and I didn't know this museum was here. <laughs> it is a very cool museum, though, it's for very, everybody very here. It's very, very cool. You know, like, I, when I toured it while we were creating this project, we were like, oh, hey, it's out here. How are we going to get people out into the into the valley? But once you're inside, it's, it's amazing. It is very cozy of a space, for sure. Definitely. But is there anything else that maybe I didn't ask of you that you wanted to throw in, that you want to include before we wrap up? Um, just a shout out to the Hopeless Record staff and all of the artists that we have on here. We love you guys. We care so much, and I hope you feel that way. All right, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Nona, for taking time out of tonight and all the chaos to come and talk to me. I really appreciate it. Definitely. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. All right, sounds good. Thank you for checking out this episode of the Emo Social Club podcast. Remember, we are nominated for an award, uh, the best music podcast in Chicago. Uh, please vote for us in the links in the description of this podcast, on the YouTube video, everywhere that you get your podcasts and everywhere you watch your videos and you check your socials and your media is the most social. Uh, that's where you can find all the links and deets to vote for us for your favorite podcast. Rate us five stars on whatever app you're listening to right now. Get over there. Get the voting done. Get the rating done. Get it all done so that we can, uh, we can win and we can be everyone else's favorite music podcast as well. We will be back next Tuesday with something, <laughs> with an episode. <laughs> we'll try to have something out. It's been a long Christmas. Uh, it's already December 11th, and so Christmas is, f f Christmas is fast approaching. But from all of us here at the Emo Social Club podcast, I'm Brian. Lizzie is not here. And, uh, bye!